great day. You know, I was thinking this morning how blessed we are to have the Holy Spirit and the person of the Holy Spirit speaking to us, but revealing to us everything that we need. And, and as a pastor, as your pastor, I'm always asking the Holy Spirit in services, what, what do you want me to say? What do you, you have something specific, you know, extra that you'd like for me to say about, uh, about anything? And as we were in worship today, um, I, you know, I want to say this right because you don't have to Being spiritual is not making something up. You don't, have to, you don't have to make up something that you're hearing. You can learn to hear. And today, we're going to talk about that hearing part of our relationship with the Holy Spirit. But He's a person, and you can ask Him questions. You can talk to Him like you would anybody else. He's a person. And you can ask him things that will benefit the lives of other people. You can ask him what his plan and, his, and the way he sees how things are going on. Because, you know, we live in a world, an information highway of information coming to us from so many different directions. People, people with so many different ideas about life, but what does God think about it? What does God think about everything that's going on? And, and I can just tell you, in this, in this nation, I'll just speak for this nation right now, there's some things that are going on that are not good. Behind the scenes, there's some things that are happening. I'm just telling you, I, I, I've literally, personally, for the most part, I have literally disconnected from the, the news out there. I've just disconnected my mind from it in the last few months. Just, just on purpose, to hear God, to understand what God thinks about things. And I'm just saying, I, I just have this, this churning inside of me that says things are not, not the best at the moment behind the scenes in this nation. But... Has there ever been a time period where there wasn't something not so good going on? I mean, for the 6,000 plus years that we know of this planet, there's always been something. Started in the garden when it was perfect and then it was unperfect. <laughs> there's been something going on all the time. And I'm just telling you, it doesn't shake God. And what we don't have to be is we don't have to be people that get focused and mad and see other people as the enemy. It's not good for you. It's not healthy for your life. God doesn't want you to see other people as the enemy. Somebody doesn't think like you think, they are not the enemy. You and I need to know how to navigate our lives and be a blessing to other people 
I'm not talking about accepting what everybody says and just going along with everything. No, you've, you've got, you know what God is telling you to do, but there's a way to navigate what we know and deal with the things that are not right out there. And I'm just telling you this, things for people that will hear God and stay connected to God, things are going to get better than they've ever been, ever. Why? Because of Him. Did you hear what I said? Because of Him. Because of Him, things are going to get better and better and better on planet Earth. Because of Him. So, today, I want, I, I, what, I, what I want to talk about is how does He really communicate with us? How does the Holy Spirit really communicate with us? We, we've looked at, in the last three services, we've looked at Him being our comforter, our helper, being our advocate. We talked one of the Sundays about Him being eternal. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, and, and just His awareness and, and His purpose in our life. I talked to you last week that he hasn't left us on this planet. God did not leave us as orphans. In other words, He didn't leave us parentless. He's our parent. He's the one, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are the ones that have, they're three in one, but they, they have different administrations of that Godhead, and they're here for us in every way. As we read last week out of the Amplified in John 14, it says that He's the comforter, He's a counselor when you need counsel, He's a helper when you need help, and I promise you, I don't care who you are, you need help. Greatest revelation I ever got in my life was I needed help. You were not created to live in this life and do it on your own. If you're a self-made man, you need to get rid of that thing. You're a self-made woman, you need to get rid of that thing because that there's so much more that He has for our life when we allow Him to help us. But how, but how do we do that? How, how, how can He help me? He's spirit. I live in a flesh body, and yet, as we talked about in the last couple of weeks, we're spirit. We were created in His image. He didn't create us flesh first. He created us spirit. That's who we are. Your spirit, man, your human spirit leaves your body. Your body, if it leaves your body, your body falls to the ground. <clears throat> Dead fall. And it won't even hurt. Because this, this thing that we live in is not us. We're who we are internally, our spirit. If you're born again today, you've accepted Jesus, then you've accepted the Holy Spirit in your life, and the Holy Spirit and your spirit are one. And that's the existence that God created us to live on this planet in. He created us to live on this planet connected to Him because He's got all the answers. Remember, we're talking about the Holy Spirit. He knows everything about everything, and I need His everything to make my stuff work. He knows everything about everything. Why would I look anywhere else? Problem is, if you don't know how to look, 
and you don't know how to seek after that, and you don't know how to get it from him, you're not going to do it. Because, I, I mean, I just tell you right now, we're, 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 human nature is we're prideful people. We don't want to be told that we can't do it a certain way. Can you say amen? But what I want is to do it his way. So he said in the, in the John 14 passage, he said, and, and I, I like this part today. I'll just read from uh, verse 15. If you love me, he said, keep my commandments and I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. Why? Because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him. For he dwells with you and will be in you. Well, he is in us today if we're born again and we've received him. He is in us. But the world cannot understand him. They can't, because they don't see him, they don't know him, they don't understand him. So the world meaning people that are not born again. People that are connected to the thinking that is contrary to the word. The, The spirit of the world is the thinking of the world. It's the thinking of the enemy as we talked about in the last few weeks. And God doesn't want us to be people that think like the world and yet be born again and have the Holy Spirit, the one that knows everything about everything and has direction for our life. He doesn't want us getting direction from ideas and things of the world. And that's what has to change because we all have gotten our direction prior to being born again from the mentality of the world. All of us have. I don't care who you are. And that has to change. And it won't just change overnight. In Romans 8 and verse 14 it says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For we did not receive the spirit of bondage or from the world again to fear, but we received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The 16th verse. The Spirit Himself. Everybody say Himself. The Spirit is not an it. It's a Him. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit. So there's the Holy Spirit and then there's my human spirit, your human spirit, that we are children of God. That verse 16, I want to read it in the, in the Passion Translation. Just watch this on the screen. In the Passion Translation, Romans 8, 16. For the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood, the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood, that's our parent, that's our mother, father, that's our parents. He didn't leave us parentless. He is that. He said the Holy Spirit makes who your real parents are. Remember, remember anybody that's had children, those children first and foremost were God's. He just gave them to you to raise his. That's the way I see it. For the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood real to us as he whispers into our innermost being, you're God's beloved child. And, you know, I don't believe what that's saying there is that the Holy Spirit, the only thing he says is, 
you're God's beloved child, you're God's beloved child, you're God's beloved child, you're God, no. When you need help, and you have a situation that looks helpless and like there's no way, Holy Spirit comes to you and says, wait, 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 wait. You're the son of the Most High. You're a child of the Most High. You're a daughter of the Most High. You're, you're, you are His. This situation is not bigger than me. And the Holy Spirit comes maybe when you have a financial need or situation arise. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, you belong to Him. He's your provider. There's no limit to His riches and His glory and everything. No, no, no. You, that, that situation will change. You've got to learn to listen to Him. You realize you're in financial straits at times. A lot of times the problem you're in that situation because you don't know how to spend. Or you don't know how to do certain things and the Holy Spirit will bring wisdom to you. Sometimes He'll bring people across your path to help you with wisdom and understanding that you need. I'm talking about He is not the doer in your life, but he's the helper in your life. And he will help you do everything that you need in life. Everything. That's who he is. But we've got to make it personal for us. Last week we read this verse of Scripture in Romans 9 and 1. And it says, I speak the truth in Christ and I'm not lying. My conscience confirms it through the Holy Spirit. And I told you last week that your conscience is the voice of your spirit. Holy Spirit, this one with your spirit, conveys things to you, information to you, that many times is contrary to the information that you have, maybe that you've learned just in the natural. He takes the natural information and knowledge that we have, but then he, he expects us to take his word and as we talk about a lot around here, develop a daily routine because what he reveals to us is truth in the word that we know. That's why I need to be declaring things in my mind. So, if you take what I just said and the things that I just, just the, a couple of different things that I just talked about right here, if on a daily basis part of your daily routine is something, is, is one of these confessions right here, greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world, right? Well, when you have a situation where it looks like the world is greater, Holy Spirit comes and says, whoa, 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 wait, wait, you're child of the Most High. This situation right here. Let's say you went to work one day, you worked for a company, and, and uh, they chose to lay you off. Last year I knew a lot of people that got laid off. Fear grips your mind. Information that you've had from your life and living on, the, in, on this planet says, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I have bills, I have this, I have to do this, I've lost my job, what am, what's going to happen now? Holy Spirit comes. Do you think the Holy Spirit already knew this was going to happen? Oh yeah. And if you're born again and he got you that job, there's another job or a new business or something creative that he'll show you if you learn to listen to him. See, he was created to be in that, in the role that, I, that I'm trying to create, what I'm trying to frame here is a picture of what he was created to be and do in our lives. Many people think that people that trust God or rely on God or rely on the Holy Spirit are weaklings. They can't do it on their own. You weren't created to do it on your own. You were created to get the plan from him and then carry it out. He's not the doer for you, but he'll help you do it his way. But he will not come and bless and help you in the things you're doing 
That's why people think, well, you know, God just won't help me because you're not doing what He wants. He doesn't come and help you over the side of a cliff, meaning you're in business or you're doing something that you thought was a great idea, but you never asked God, you know, and okay, I did some stupid things in my life. I never asked God because I didn't know how to ask Him. So I did the best I knew. A couple of those things failed. They didn't work out. They didn't pan out the way I thought that they should have panned out. And one of the, 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 the last one that happened like that years ago, what I heard when it didn't pan out was, what I heard inside of me, um, you never asked me. That's all I heard. You, you never asked me. I'd have told you that's not what you needed to be doing. This is the way he set it up. And if we learn how to operate that way, then when this greater thing from the world or the natural looks like it's getting the best of you, Holy Spirit comes and says, whoa, hey, wait, wait. You're son of the Most High. You're a child of the King. He's got everything, knows everything, has more than enough in every situation. Sickness comes against your body. No, whoa, whoa, he, 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 he is who he is. He's delivered us. He's already positioned us, but we have to get the information from him in the moment in how to take the next step when we have difficult situations and we live in a world that's difficult. So that means everybody sitting in here today, myself included, will face some more difficult situations at times we don't know how to handle. But thank God for the Holy Ghost for the Holy Spirit, for the person of the Holy Spirit. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Can you say amen? Come on, just give him a hand today. Glory to God. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Mm. We're, not, we're not in this thing on our own. John 16. Well, what, what I'm leading you to today is how does he really do this? How does he really get this over to us? I want to read this passage and then the, the last passage that I'm going to be in, we're going to spend the, the rest of our time in. But in John 16 and verse 12, it says this, and I'm going to read this out of the NIV. I have much more to say to you, more than you can bear, you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, when he, the spirit of truth comes, when he, when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. The truth about what? About everything. Because he knows everything about everything, and so his job is to reveal all truth about everything about everything. I mean, we, listen to me. You got to take what I'm saying right there and you got to download that on the inside and then you've got to determine you're going to spend the rest of your life understanding what that means. For 44 years, well, for about 42 years of my 44 years of being born again, I've been pursuing what that means. And it gets bigger and more real to me every single day. You know anything in the natural? that started out kind of vague and then one day it just became real and more and more real to you? That's the way understanding the Holy Spirit. Listen, 
the rest of the Bible, just reading the Bible, just praying your prayers, just, you know, going through the motions of certain Christian ease will not produce what you're looking for in life without having your connection and, real, and really believe in the connection that you have with the person of the Holy Spirit. He was sent here. What did it say in that John 14 that we've read the last three weeks? He said, I will send you another helper, comforter, advocate, standby, one. See, Jesus was that, Jesus was that with his people and the people on planet earth in his day. He was that helper, that comforter. He was that advocate. But he told them, it'll profit you that I leave. And they're thinking, no, wait, wait, wait. All the stuff that's happening with you, we don't want you to leave. Everybody else can leave, but we want you to stay. He said, no, it's going to profit you that I leave. Because if I leave, then I'll send the one who's the next comforter, helper, advocate, stand by everything that you need in life. And now he can not just live in me, he's going to live in all of you. And now Jesus at the right hand of the Father in our representation, now through the person of the Holy Spirit, he's here to help us if we allow him to. Listen to me. Listen to me. He is, God is no respecter of person. But if you put out no effort, you'll get no Holy Ghost involvement. He's a gentleman. He won't overpower himself on us and make us do and yield to him and open ourselves up to him. He will not make us do it. We have to purpose to do it. And I said today that this message is about, okay, so how does he do that for us? He said here, I will not speak on, on my own. I will speak only what I, or Jesus is saying, the Holy Spirit won't speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears. And he will tell you what is yet to come. This morning as I was in worship and I was praying in the Spirit, I heard that thing that I told you a little while ago. There's some things underlying in this, in this country that are not well, but things in the future are going to be better than they've ever been. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It doesn't mean that things are going to be easy. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It'll be simple, but it's not easy. It's never easy with God. Because see, if it was easy, everybody would do it. But it's going to be better than it's ever been. I'm telling you, the days ahead are going to be the better than it's ever been. Why? Because it's times like this. It's times like what we're in now, this whole last year. We were created for times like that because of who's in us. He was created. When, when it doesn't look well, it's well with him. And, and, and the world you live in, if you're framing your world that you personally live in, if you're framing it with the Word of God and the Holy Spirit revealing all truth about every situation you face, then your world, in the midst of the world, all hell can be breaking loose out there. But in your world, things can be happening well. Why? Because of him. Because you're doing it his way. Then say it's easy. But I'm telling you, it is absolutely rewarding. Remember that, just remember those words. I, I, don't, I don't have to tell you anything. I heard that from him today. Things are not well, 
where our country are concerned at the moment, but it's going to be better than it's ever been. Just remember those words. You know, that doesn't mean by tomorrow afternoon. That just means if we just stay with it and stay connected to God, it's well. I mean, in the ministry of Jesus, where was it ever not well? In the midst of all hell breaking loose and all kinds of ugly things and people being tormented and in horrible situations and everywhere he went, poof, it was great. I mean, he created all kinds of riots and anger and people wanted to kill him. I mean, I mean, people wanted, I mean, they were lining up to kill him. But it was well for the people. Why? Because of who was in him. Not just because he was the son of God, he actually didn't come here to become the son of God, he already was. He came here to become the son of man, to experience what we experience in the earth, so that every time something appears not to be working, we can trust him and it'll work. Every single time. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. He will tell you of things to come. Let me ask you this question. Who in here has some things in the days ahead that you'd like answers for today? (laughs) Uh, If you got it all together, I mean, I think everybody's hand could be up, right? Well, we got the one that knows the things that are already out there before they get there. Ooh, glory. That's who he is. Can you say amen? So turn to 1 Corinthians 2. We were here a little bit last week, and I want to end with this today. 1 Corinthians 2, and we're going to start with verse 9. Read a few verses here, and I just want to expound on a few things here. And I want to define what I, what I see, the way I see, the, how the Holy Spirit really does what he does with us. So I'm just going to give you what the way it works with me personally in my life. And I want you to see it. And, and, and I, I'm giving you several examples of how I see the Holy Spirit on a day-to-day basis. Be there for me and be, be available for me based on this passage of Scripture. Not just this passage, many others. But I really like the way this section is worded. So Paul starts here, and we read this last week, part of this, but I want to start with verse 9. Read through verse 14 here. Paul says, but as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man the things which God has already, in other words, prepared for those who love him. And we could spend a lot of time on that right there. God's already prepared everything for you. And he's talking about what he's prepared for those that he loves. Somebody that you love, will you go prepare them some, something, if you're preparing them a meal, or are you going to go take them a Big Mac and fries? Somebody you really love? <laughs> I don't know, maybe you will. 
I hope not. God's not preparing anything in your life that's not good. But you're not going to understand it based on what you see, what you hear, and what you're trying to comprehend in the natural. You'll never get it that way. Ever. Ever. I said you'll never, ever get it that way. But God has revealed everything that He has for us through His Spirit. God has revealed everything that He has for you and me through His Spirit. For the Spirit, no, 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 I'm just going to, as I'm reading these, going through to the end of this, as I'm reading these, I'm just going to expound a little bit and then just move on. So just listen to what I'm saying about this. For the Spirit, the Spirit of God, searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. The Spirit does. Where is the Spirit of God? The Spirit of God's everywhere, but He's in me. Because I ask Him to come and live in me. And, and the, the Spirit that searches all the deep things of God. Have you ever said or you ever heard people say, well, you, you just never know what God's going to do. No, you won't. But the Spirit's already searched everything that God is and has done. You won't, but He does, and He lives in you. And your conscience is the mind of your spirit, and, and the Spirit of God is relaying information to your human spirit that goes to your head, your brain, your thinking, and He wants that to override just your natural thinking. And that's what He's saying here. He's saying... What you've learned based on what you see and what you hear and what you've taken in, you will not understand the things of the Spirit of God. Because He's revealed them by His Spirit. He's revealed them to us. So He says, For what man knows the things of another man, right? I mean, I know Randy. And I know things that Randy thinks or knows or I know a little bit about his life, but I don't know the deep things of him. I know Brian back there. I know a lot of different people in here, and I know certain things about you, but I don't know the deep things of your life unless you reveal them to me. Yeah, but you know, I have a prophetic gift and... I can discern and understand all kinds of things about other people. No, you can't. No, you can't. You can know whatever the Holy Spirit will tell you, but I promise you, only reason the Holy Spirit would ever tell you anything about someone else is if you could be trusted. <laughs> and if you can't be trusted, you ain't got to tell you jack. That's a Holy Spirit word, jack. <clears throat> he said... Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Nobody knows the things of God. No man knows the things of God except the Spirit of God, who is a person. But where is He? He's in me, and I'm one with Him. Amen. See, the spiritual part of me is one with the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. I'm one with Him. 
So I can not just know the things of God, I can know the deep things of God. That it's the deep things that have the answers about the tough situations. But I've got to know how to draw it out. I have to know how to yield to that. I have to know how to give way to that and to what the Holy Spirit is saying and doing versus what my natural mind tries to talk me out of, and that's where the battle is. Last week or the week before, we read the verse of Scripture out of Hebrews 4 that says, The Word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword, able to divide asunder between what? The soul and the spirit of man. The thinking of man, and then what the Holy Spirit is saying to the spirit of you. Only the Word of God can separate it because the Holy Spirit will only reveal the Word. That's why you have to have a daily routine. And if you're tired of me saying that for the last four years, I'm just telling you, you need to believe it. You need a daily routine of things that you say out of your mouth. One of the things I say every day is this. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. For God's mercy and His grace are new to me every morning. I rejoice because I'm God's child. I've been filled with His Spirit. For greater is He that is in me than he that is in the world. Holy Spirit is bigger than any problem or obstacle or challenge. Holy Spirit gives me wisdom and discernment regarding every decision that I need to make today. I choose to be a blessing to all those around me. No matter what happens today, I know that God will see me through, for I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And if God is for me, who can be against me? I choose to honor God today by the words I speak, by the way I act, and by allowing His love, light, and truth to shine through me. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm blessed coming in, going out, ready for anything and equal to anything through Christ Jesus. For He always causes me to triumph. He always causes me to triumph. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Today is a great day, and something great is happening in my life today. Come on, shout amen, somebody. That's a part of me, see? And all that is is scriptures put together. It's not just saying a bunch of pretty little things. It's saying what the Word says, but putting it in a way where it relates to me in the first person on a day-to-day basis. That's me. I say that every single day. And it's amazing the way the Holy Spirit will bring to me something from that and other things that I say on a day-to-day basis when I need it. He'll bring that to me when I need it. See, if I don't have a daily routine where I'm declaring the word day to day, he has nothing to reveal to me. See, when someone says, well, you know, I don't know about all that you're talking about. No, and you'll never will. You never will if you have the attitude, I don't know about it. I didn't know about it. I didn't understand it. I didn't do anything. I mean, I I didn't just wake up one day and get born again and understand everything about it. Man, I had to put one foot in front of the other and learn and submit myself and receive the Word of God and allow it to begin to change my life. And and there were days I was doing some of this and I didn't even believe it was going to work. And I just stayed with it. And I didn't stop. And because I didn't stop, I'm still here. And because I didn't stop, I didn't quit. 
because the Word has sustained me along the way that the Holy Spirit reveals to me on a day-to-day basis. It's not enough just to make that confession. You know, you can say, wow, that, that's real impressive, Pastor, uh, memorize that. Well, impressed or not, does nothing for me if I don't do anything with it. I just got tired of reading it from paper, and I just made myself memorize it because I wanted to be able to say it every, anytime, anywhere, 15 times a day if I wanted to, and it's real to me. Can you say amen? But here's the end of what I want to say to you today, and it's in these last three verses. But he said, now we have received not the spirit of the world, the thinking of the world, but the spirit who's from God, that we might know, that I might know the things that have been freely given to me by God, that I might know that I'm healed, that I might know that as a tither, the devourer is rebuked on my behalf, that I might know that the days where I've been disrupted and not had peace, that Jesus' peace he gave to me, that I might know that. You understand? That the, the lack of sleep that I've had, no, wait, wait, my beloved have sweet sleep, that I might know that. That I might know the things that have been freely given to me. Where I feel like I'm not worthy and I'm not good enough or I've been disqualified because of my mistake. No, that I might know I'm forgiven in the name of Jesus. That I might know that every single day of my life. And the Holy Spirit was given. I didn't receive the spirit of the world. I already had that. Why would I want that double? Huh? I want the spirit that's from God that I would know the things that are freely given to me by God. But how do we get him? Here's the answer. How does he do this? Does he just come on us and make it happen and do all this kind of stuff? No, it's very clear right here. It says, These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but the Holy Spirit teaches. Comparing spiritual things, well, I I got the wrong translation. Anyway, um, Spiritual things, with one translation says, with spiritual words, and that's what it means here. So the Holy Spirit teaches me about the things that I need in life by connecting with Him spiritually, not by natural words, but by spiritual words. Connect, connecting with Him by spiritual words. He says, but the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit for their foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they're spiritually discerned. So the Holy Spirit and my spirit get together when I actively pray with words not understood by natural wisdom, by the natural man. And those words are the result of being baptized in the Holy Spirit. When you talk about being baptized in the Holy Spirit in the day and time in which we live in, I mean, it's kind of a little freaky when you explain exactly what the Bible says about it. It's not a separate, it's not a separate spirit that you receive. It's the working of the spirit you receive when you got born again. It's the activation of that. It's a part that you play in praying in other tongues 
where the enemy has no idea what you're actually talking about. Absolutely no idea what's going on in your life. And when I pray in the Spirit, I'm praying the will of God for my life. So as I pray in the Spirit, then what comes to me is spiritual understanding. In 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 14, it says that you pray in the Spirit and then you pray with the understanding. He's done all these things for us, given us all these things. He's all these different persons to us that we, we read. He's the comforter. He comforts you when you need comfort. He's your helper. He's your advocate. He's your standby. He's your strengthener. He, he's, he's everything to us. In, in, the, in the Amplified Bible, it's defined in seven, with seven different names. And he's all that, but he can't be that to us. Did you hear what I just said? He can't. He set it up where the way to get all those things from him is the person of the Holy Spirit. When I say he can't, I say he won't. Oh man, some people don't like to hear that God won't. But God won't go against his word. And if he said, you're not going to get it based on what you see and what you hear, you're going to get it by what you know by his spirit. And only by what you know from the Spirit of God, then I'm telling you, you need to take what I'm saying to you today, and you need to know what that looks like on a day-to-day basis. Every day when I, like that confession that I just spoke earlier, after I'm through with part of my, or most of my daily routine, I just begin to pray in the Spirit. I just begin to pray in other tongues. I'm just going to pray in other tongues for you right now. I don't have to be in a position or in a certain place or I don't have to have my eyes closed or I don't have to do anything. I have the person of the Holy Spirit and I have a prayer language that I pray in. That every person that's been baptized in the Holy Spirit in this place and anywhere else around the planet has learned and understood what the Scripture's talking about here. Praise in, the, in, in other tongues. So, when I pray like this, when I pray that way, it's very personal to me. I'm not just throwing it out there to you like it's some fake thing or it's it's some common thing. It's a personal thing for me. But the Bible says when you pray in other tongues, then you pray with the understanding because it's it's really no profit for you if you just pray in other tongues and you never understand things that you need to get. That's where where it says when we don't know how to pray, he helps our, our, our lack of ability to pray and our weaknesses as we pray in the Spirit. And he's saying here, when you, cons- when you combine your spiritual words with the spiritual things that he has already done and given to you, you begin to have the understanding in a way that only he can reveal to you. I wish that there was a, there was a better way to put the process that I'm talking to you about today together. I wish there was a better way to put it together. I wish there was more information that could be given where I could actually make you 
do that. But there's not. You speak the word on a daily basis. You hear yourself saying what God says is so. It's not changing circumstances in the moment necessarily. It's changing the way you think. Because most people that face something in the natural that seems like it's going to get the best of them, they give in to that and they let it get the best of them. God says, greater is he that's in you, the Holy Spirit, than anything that you face in the world. And if you tap the Holy Spirit in his ability to help you, to counsel you, be your advocate, your attorney for you, your strength, your standby for you in those times when you need him, and you're able to tap that by praying in other tongues, then what will come to you are words and understanding over time if you'll develop it. You say, well, you know, Pastor, I, I tried that twice and it just didn't work. Go get them. What have you ever tried twice that worked? Huh? You're trying to learn how to do something? Everybody I've taught to play golf, first time they came out there, you know, some of them I wanted to say, why don't you try tennis? <clears throat> you know, when I was a golf pro and I taught people how to, I mean, you'd think that, and they'd say, no, we'll stay with it, you know? And if they stayed with it and they practiced and they did what they needed to do, over time it developed. It's the same way with the Holy Spirit. If you won't take the time to know and understand what it means to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, if, you, if you've not gone through, if you're not baptized in the Holy Spirit and you've not gone through our Genesis class, which is right after service today, we talk about the baptism of the Holy Spirit and what that looks like and, and how to receive from Him that way. But if you haven't, you know, be a part of the Genesis class today. But find out about the baptism of the Holy Spirit if you haven't. And if you have and you pray in other tongues, don't let that be a common thing and don't take it lightly. Allow yourself to pursue it, to develop it, Develop your understanding and your faith and confidence that God will speak to you and reveal everything that you need in life. I'm telling you, our life is a win-win. You cannot lose if you just don't quit with God and you allow the Holy Spirit to be the one he was created to be. The precious, phenomenal, powerful Holy Spirit is who we've been talking about in the last four weeks. How amazing that he is. And, and without him, I can do nothing. But with him, there's not anything I can't do. Not anything. Not anything. Because I'm not going to do things he doesn't want me to do. Well, you know, Pastor, you, you can't play basketball for the San Antonio Spurs. No. I'm not supposed to. Huh? Right? Yeah. So you, said, well, you said you can do all things, the things I'm supposed to do. He said, the Holy Spirit's not going to reveal to me things that I'm not supposed to do. Come on. I can do all things with him. Everybody say all things. All things. Glory be to God.